I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey guys, Happy New Year. I hope it has been amazing. I hope you feel rested. You probably don't. Like, I feel like this last episode, I also was talking about how tired everybody is, and that's just kind of what we do, right? We just um, overspend ourselves. Is that a thing? Did I just make that up? Um, and, and then we're just tired. So we had a great time. Uh, we spent our New Year's with uh, some neighbors at a little downtown store, and um, they got a porch there, and I think it's been open since 1902, been closed for a couple years, but it's pretty cool. Um and spend it with some family. So we had a good time. Um, you should let me know what you guys did on your New Year's and on your Christmas. I hope it was uh, wonderful. And um, I hope that y'all really had a good time connecting with your family, connecting with the Lord. And I know not everybody has family. Um, and so I know that has to be hard. Um, but don't forget, I would love to pray for you guys if you ever need somebody to pray for you, um, to help you find comfort and peace. Um, and anyways, now I'm going to move on to a depressing subject. (laughs) Um, hopefully there's some hope at the end. Uh, but as you notice, the title of this episode is decomposing. And that has, has been like a key word. Is that my word of the year? Oh, I hope not. Um, I don't usually do a word of the year. I don't think I am that type of personality. I feel like that's like type A personality. You got a word of the year. You probably have like a spreadsheet. You're journaling, things like that. Not me. I am lucky if I'm even making any resolutions. Um, Did y'all make any resolutions? You should let me know. I feel like most of ours, if we do make them, are kind of the same. Like, you know, be kinder, uh, be a better parent, go to the gym. whatever and I've just been thinking I've been kind of Ecclesiastes Um, you know I think we have these expectations in life and you know with me and my kids I will set up stuff for us to do and I'm like in my mind it's going to be great it's going to be a lot of fun maybe everything won't be perfect I don't think I have an expectation of things being perfect but I've got some sort of expectation because what happens is every time it seems like they're spilling something like something is always getting spilled and I'm like why like I feel like y'all should be old enough we're not spilling stuff every day like do I need to take you to the doctor why are you spilling stuff every day and it kind of drives me crazy a little bit and then I get in this agitated mood They spilled something, you know, so often. Like, you just spilled something yesterday, and you just spilled something this morning, and why are you spilling something again? You're 11, you know, or you're 5. So, oh, and my little girl turned 5 over the break that I didn't do a podcast, so that's been hard uh, for me as she's growing up, but still spilling stuff, you know. And I'm a little, I, I spill stuff, but, you know, like I said, if you're spilling something every day, I'm just... My expectations are a little higher for you than that. And so I get agitated and it's just aggravating. So it just, I don't know, started making me thinking about, uh, made me think about expectations. And I don't think that I would get so aggravated if I didn't expect a certain thing to happen. 
Um, I don't think expectations are bad. I think that, you know, behavior wise to, you know, to an extent, um, and you know, stuff like that should be expected, but you know, accidents, I don't know. This isn't a perfect world, right? Um, and then the other thing I have been having trouble with, this is all real trivial, you guys. This is not like big traumatic stuff, okay? Um, it's pretty shallow, it, and this one's real shallow, so buckle up. But I will, okay, so my birthday is on January 9th, and I'm going to be 39. And, you know, the numbers don't really get to me too much, Um but I did notice once I got into my 30s, things started changing. Like, <laughs> you hear it, you know, when you're younger, when you're a kid. And, and then when you're in teens and your 20s, you hear like, oh, when you turn 30, everything's going to start changing. And you're like, okay, I don't care. You know, that's 100 years from now. Um, you're old. I'm never going to be old. And then you hit 30 and, and you know, mid-30s. And you're like, oh, man, my joints are hurting. And... And what is this cellulite? This is weird. And, you know, things you, like for women, if you've getting, gotten pregnant, you know, there's your body all sorts of changing. Um, and then this past year, I've started noticing that I'm getting all these wrinkles in my face, like a lot more. And, you know, I think I have always thought when I was younger and I would see these women you know, in their late 30s or just even 30s because that was old at that point. They were, you know, dressing young and doing whatever. I'm like, wow, y'all are so old and you're trying too hard. And, you know, it's just pathetic, right? I was real nice. And then now I am that age and I'm like, I'm not old. What is happening? This is, no, wait, I am old. I'm getting old. This is weird. Like my body is decomposing. That is what is happening. It's, it is dying it is starting to die it is shriveling up little by little <laughs> and it's weird okay I just want to say it's weird it's not like when you're 20 and everything's all youthful and you got little baby face skin and you know your joints you can you can sleep and not think about like you know I just want to make a doctor's appointment I just want to see how much arthritis I have right now I can't even sleep on my uh, sides hardly anymore because my shoulders hurt all the time. You don't want to hear about this. All I'm saying is life is weird right now. And I think as you get older as well, you start knowing other people getting older and you're starting to look at your friends. And you're like, wow, man, you look old. If you look old and I probably look old and, you know, um, and then, and you're knowing more people that are dying um, because the people that are older than you are not even more older than you. And, uh, and I don't know, it's just kind of a reality check because you see that you are mortal, right? You're not immortal. You're not going to be in like, you know, I don't know, perfect body, perfect baby face skin and perfect health and, um, and you're not going to live forever and your family isn't going to live forever. And, you know, you just, you start feeling really mortal. Um, and so anyways, that's been kind of hard for me. I really thought I was going to age gracefully. I don't think I am. I think I am, uh, I am being vain. I'm like starting to buy all this wrinkle cream. I'm like, what's going to, what's going to help fix my face? Like, what can we do here? Um, and, and, you know, just contemplating about, how fast things do change 
once you do start noticing them to change, uh, once you're not in your golden 20 years of being oblivious to everything and thinking you're going to live forever, not like you would want to, but um, but as, as you get older, and like I said, I'm turning 39, not 99, but, um, but it's enough just to notice all this, all this change. <sighs> so anyways, all that to say, um, trying to remember the expectation is not for me to live forever. It's not for everything to be perfect here or the same. Um, this world is not my home and I'm glad Things here don't last forever, um, but in my humanness, you know, I want both. I want everything to be perfect here, and then I also want things to be awesome in heaven and for me to end up there, too, and that's that doesn't, that's really shallow. So, I want to read a couple verses, um, 2 Corinthians four seventeen through 18, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal way of glory, while we look at... Uh, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Obviously, this verse is about way deeper things than getting older and noticing wrinkles and your kids spilling stuff. Um, you know, persecution of the church and things that people go through for God's name. And, um, and just remembering, like, what is the perspective? What is the big picture here? Because if we really look at the small stupid stuff, then you're going to get hung up on the small stupid stuff. And, uh, and of course, I'm going to read from Ecclesiastes. <laughs> so Ecclesiastes um, obviously talks about, you know, pretty much earthly concerns are all vanities, right? So Ecclesiastes 5, 15 through 16, As he came forth of his mother's womb naked, shall he return to go as he came? And shall take nothing of his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. And this also is a sore evil, that in all points, as he came, so shall he go. And what profit hath he that hath labored for the wind? Um, I think it's good to remember that if you're busy building your own kingdom, it's just going to blow away like the sand. It's not meant to last. So be careful uh, what you are working for. Um, and hung up on, don't worry about your face wrinkles. Ecclesiastes 5, 18, behold that which I have seen, it is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life, which God giveth him for it is his portion. And I think that's really sweet of God that even though this is a sinful world and the prince of the world is the enemy of God and the world is the enemy of God that God still allows us to have blessings and good times here and, um, and beautiful things, uh, to see, you know, I mean, obviously all of nature and, um, and my kids and, um, just time for rest and the Bible's always talking about eating and drinking, you know, I mean, I don't drink alcohol. I'm just, want to put that as a side note but you know that God is all about us having feast and um and still enjoying those blessings I think that's really kind of him and then um if you read Ecclesiastes 3 it just talks about there's a season for all things there's a season to get older <laughs> there's a season um just to uh just notice the different things that God is doing in your life at that time and not to get hung up on yourself right at any point 
And then Matthew 6, 19 through 21, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, whether, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So, I think it's, if you read Ecclesiastes 12, 7, it says, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the Spirit shall return unto God who gave it. And seeing everything through that lens, that we are temporary creatures in a temporary place, and we're going to return to God after our life is over. But is he going to say, you know, hey, come and enter into my rest. Come, come to heaven, you know, with me in my presence for eternity. Or is he going to say, you know, depart from me, I never knew you. So that is the whole focus and the whole picture there. And where do you stand on that side of things? And if you are saved and you go up there, you know, is he going to say, hey, um, well done, my good and faithful servant? Or is he going to be like, you wicked servant, like you really did not um, serve me with the things that I gave you? And so... Again, focusing on his purpose more than our our purpose or the things that we get hung up on. I think that uh, it's interesting a lot of times when we fail um, or we don't live as God wants us to, we'll just kind of stay in the mud or, you know, we beat ourselves up. We avoid God. But God's kindness is kind of how we view New Year's resolutions right? It's a new beginning, a chance to start again. And we have that with Jesus, but oftentimes we treat our relationship with him like we treat joining the gym in the new year. You know how that is? We have good intentions. We may do okay for a little bit, you know, all pumped, all showing up, all on fire, you know, posting pictures, look at me working out. And then you fall off the wagon and then you just kind of sit in shame for the rest of the year. And people are like, how's that gym membership going? And you're like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, but in our relationship with God, like, don't be like that, you know, treat each day as a new day, a new year, that same, uh, excitement and motivation that a lot of us anyway, get for the new years. Like it's a new beginning. Um, it's a new start. Think about that with God and his mercy. Lamentations three twenty one through 23 says, This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I hope your new year is starting off well. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com and I will talk to y'all next Monday.